Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, so tomorrow is budget day. Not just any budget. Oh, no, no, no. It's the it's the buy yourself out of trouble. We need to win an election budget. It's a very special budget this year. And uh, what we really actually need to happen are tax breaks so that, you know, we can compete with our friends next door. What I'm afraid we're going to get a lot of baubles, pricey baubles, things like, oh, I don't know, pharma, dental, things for students like, oh, I don't know, maybe some grants. And word from the finance minister that maybe they'll buy uh, or change housing rules so that uh, those millennials can get into the market. Albeit he did change those rules to make it harder. But yeah, they are going after the young vote. They're going to spend as much money as they possibly can because they have to. I want to bring Norman Levine into this conversation. He's a managing director of Portfolio Management Corporation. And uh, Norm, good to have you. Safe to say that uh, tomorrow, not likely going to see anything in this budget that you wanted to see. Well, let me give you uh, something, some background. Three, three points. First of all, this is the most left-leaning federal government in my memory, and I go back a long way. <laughs> secondly, okay. Secondly, the government needs to distract voters from what's happening in lav scam, or they're going to try to. And third thing, and most important, is there's an election coming in seven months. Yeah. That's the toughest kind of budget to deliver because you know it's not sincere. So take me back because we know that we need some tough medicine. We know that we are flatlining. What should we be seeing? Okay, what we should be seeing, one problem Canada has is we have become uncompetitive uh, because of our tax regime, both corporate and individual and what that's causing is foreign investment is literally drying up in Canada. And that's causing jobs to leave and potential jobs not to come. Right. Um, keep in mind, Alex, that for, for individuals, federal and provincial combined tax rates are over 50%. And that's ideologically driven. This is a soak the rich, the rich much pay type of of government, which is great ideology. But what ends up happening is uh, when you raise tax rates over 50%, people find ways not to pay. Right. And the other thing is it's not going to stimulate any growth. So therefore, if we're already flatlining, who the hell is going to want to invest? They don't like our energy market. They don't like all the barriers in front of us. And basically, they've moved their business elsewhere. Right. And Trump brought in lower corporate taxes. And because we're less a less productive economy than the U.S., and uh, as much as we like to think we're internationally diversified, the U.S. is by far, by far our biggest market. By having lower tax rates there and higher and less competitiveness productivity in Canada, that hurts our business a lot. And once again, money doesn't come here because of that. Right. So I would like I would like to see that address. I'd like to see tax rates, both individual and corporate, uh, addressed. I'd like to see less red tape. 
but we're getting more. Look at Bill C-69, the the bill on uh, energy infrastructure, read pipelines they're proposing to put through. That's more red tape, not less red tape. In Ontario, think what you want of, uh, of Doug Ford, but he is going out of his way to make sure people know they are working on less red tape in Ontario, and you need to do that in Ottawa as well. But we do know, like we saw in the last government, you know, the, uh, the the lust to cling to power will mean opening up the playbook. And so what we'll see, like we did with uh, Ms. Wynne, is, you know, pharma, uh, a national pharma plan, maybe a national dental plan, anything to outleft the left. Um, one of the areas that the finance minister has, has spoken about is changing the rules on housing so that the millennials can get into the market, even though he was the one who changed it last year and it made it actually harder. But these goodies, uh, they've got to be paid for. Where, where are you on? On this, so, you know, maybe well, what I'd like to see on that is I, I think keeping the stress test in there, no matter what the home builders say, they have a vested interest here, is very, very important because uh, I remember back in the the early '90s when real estate prices actually did collapse, mm-hmm. and if people are not able to uh, to pay the mortgage, if they go offside on their mortgage. It can be quite stressful. You lose your home and all that. So I think keeping in a stress test is an important thing. What I think they can do uh, without pushing up real estate prices too much, and it, it, it's hard because the whole the country is not uniform. If you look at Toronto and Vancouver in particular, uh, anything you do to stimulate housing uh, sends prices again through the roof. But what they can do for first-time home buyers, I think they should concentrate on first-time home buyers is let people take more than $25,000 tax-free out of their RSP. $25,000 doesn't get you anywhere. No, it doesn't. Or they could maybe get rid of one of the land transfer taxes in Ontario, maybe the Toronto one and or well, the, the Toronto, provincial well, one. Well, 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 the Toronto <laughs> one. <Yeah. laughs> the, the, the city of Toronto depends on the land transfer tax. If they didn't have that, they would be in deep doo-doo financially. Yeah, but the, I guess the one big, uh, the guarantee tomorrow, Norm, is that this bad budget will not be balanced. It's not balancing itself. No, and they have no desire to balance. And the, the time, if you're an economist, what you, what you, a properly trained economist is, you say that in good times, you try and keep your budgets even or build up some some surplus to make uh, sure that when bad times come, you can then go and borrow. But this government is just a spend, 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 spend government. And uh, I'm sure that tomorrow you will see more spending and no indication that the timeline to bring in the kind of the economy from from deficit is it's not in any time horizon that makes any sense all about the uh, power. Norm, we will uh, we will be watching and I will be watching for your uh, jaw dropping on the floor tomorrow on Twitter. So we'll uh, I'll gauge it I'll gauge it by then. Thanks for joining us. Okay. Thank you, Alex. Bye-bye. That is Norman Levine joining us. So yeah, we'll get you all those updates and have full coverage for you tomorrow. I hate budget day. Good lord, I hate it. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.